Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. It is drive time here on Money FM 89.3. Elliot Danker, Timothy Go and Chuan Tian. It is now time for Market View, where we will be taking a look at Singapore's inflation numbers in just a bit. But first, a recap. Closing bell. As always, a quick recap of how we started the day. Well, Singapore shares declined early on after global markets ended the previous session mix. So in early trade, we do see the Straits Times Index heading down 0.4% to 3,148 points. Some 22 million securities changed hands in the broader market. Now let's take a look at the closing numbers. The benchmark Straits Times Index closed up 0.45%. We're looking at 3,174 points. In terms of value turnover, that's $824 million. The gainers outnumbered losers 318 versus 242. Top uh, advances for today, we have UOB, AEM, SGD, and Jardin Cycle and Carriage. And top decliners, New Incorporation, USD, Everglory, and UOI. Now, in terms of economic data points to watch Singapore's inflation, both the headline and core figure continued to fall in July, with the headline inflation number down to 4.1% year-on-year and elsewhere from Meta platforms releasing an AI model capable of translating and transcribing speech to Japan's Nikkei expected to rise nearly 8% by year-end. We've got more international headlines in store for you. And joining us on the line is Robert Sinclair, Managing Director and Strategist at Fullerton Fund Management. Robert, welcome to the show. Uh, yes, good evening. Pleasure, pleasure to speak with you. Great to have you on board. And let's start with the usuals, Robert. How did the STI fare today? Any surprises when it comes to the biggest movers? Yeah, no, so it was a good positive day. I think the STI closed up around 0% financial. So against the backdrop of what we've seen, of course, it is nice to have a positive day. I think that, um, of course, Singapore equities have suffered uh, with the latest market correction driven by China's weakness. But there are still sectors that are performing strongly year to date, uh, especially across industrials and capital goods producers. And these firms uh, could continue to benefit uh, from stronger demand from the US and Japan. And I guess the other point we would highlight is that Singapore's value stocks have outperformed growth stocks. Mm. So that does suggest that there is still uh, some promising opportunities for Singapore investors that are focused on fundamental stock picking. The other talk of the town, Robert, is uh, Singapore's headline and core inflation both continuing to fall in July. The headline figure down four point down to four point one percent. Core inflation stood at three point eight percent on a yearly basis. Now, um, what bearing will the latest inflation numbers have on the Monetary Authority of Singapore's uh, next policy move? Yeah, so it is a positive outcome for investors because you're right. I mean, the CPI has fallen back at a faster pace than the consensus was expecting, but also, importantly, it's now tracking lower than what the MAS was anticipating uh, for this year. So Mm. I think it does take some pressure uh, off the MAS, and it does suggest uh, that the rate of appreciation in the Singapore currency uh, that we have seen uh, to date can continue to slow. So I think that that's overall quite positive uh, for investors. Robert, Chinese uh, blue chip stocks are on a record selling streak right now. In fact, Bloomberg said overseas funds have offloaded about $9.3 billion in the last 12 days uh, through yesterday. What, what do you think this would mean for the rest of Asia? 
Yeah, so I mean, although of course China is the epicenter for the growth concerns and the equity market uh, weakness, given its importance, of course, to Asia as a key call to make whether we could be around the trough, because on the one hand, a lot of bad news has been priced in by markets, but then on the other hand, of course, China's policy stimulus announcements may still not be enough to drive a sustainable improvement in earnings and equities. So Fullerton does maintain um, a negative view on China equities, and so therefore more downside can't be ruled out. But I think on the topic of capital outflows, um, you do make a good point that at least across Asia, that could contribute to further uh, currency weakness and against the backdrop where we have a stronger US dollar. And that can be uh, a silver lining for exporters across Asia, especially those that have large market share in the US and Japan, as they can benefit from greater competitiveness. Mm, and let's talk a little bit more about Japan and South Korea, Robert, because today we saw quite a number of economic data points out. In fact, a private sector survey showed uh, Japan's factory activity contracting at a slower pace in August. And at the same time, you have a central bank survey from South Korea showing that manufacturers' business sentiment weakened to the lowest level in five months in September. What is the outlook for the manufacturing sector for both countries and how would that affect stocks of Japanese and South Korean manufacturers then? Yeah, if we start with Japan, of course, its growth strength has been driven by exports, consumption and investment. So it has been quite uh, broad based. And of course, industrial production has been lagging. But it is good news uh, that these manufacturing activity surveys are showing some pickup. So at least going forward, this can be a positive factor uh, for Japan's equities Uh, going forward, especially uh, if exports can remain robust, given that, of course, the real exchange rate is still uh, quite competitive. I think in contrast for South Korea, it's probably lagging Japan a little bit as uh, South Korea's GDP growth did slow significantly uh, over Q2 to around 1%. Mm. But what could be encouraging for investors is GDP may be around the trough if we look at the consensus forecast going forward. And also, of course, at the sector level across South Korea, mm-hmm. there are still pockets of strong performance, especially across the higher value-added products, uh, IT, and also ESG-related investment. Right. If you're just tuning in, we're now in conversation with Robert Sinclair, Managing Director and Strategist at Fullerton Fund Management. Well, Robert, the Nikkei, by the way, is expected to rise by nearly 8% by year-end, according to a Reuters poll. We are talking about it trading at a level of around 34,000 points here. To what extent do you agree with this assessment? Yeah, so we are positive on the Nikkei, and so we do believe that that assessment is quite feasible. So if we think about where the Nikkei is at the moment, it's at 32,000, so it is a significant rise if we yeah. get to 34,000. But if we think about it from a valuation perspective, the Nikkei PE is only around 16 times at the moment, which is around its average for the last decade. So because valuations are not too stretched at the moment, despite the fact that the rally has been strong, there can be more upside to come from here. So Fullerton does have a positive view on Japan equities, but what is going to be important uh, for these gains to be realised is Japan's GDP growth to continue tracking strongly as the consensus expects. So that's around 1.6% for this year, which is, of course, strong by Japan's historical standards. And it will also be important for Japan's exports to continue uh, to be supported by their competitive real exchange rate. 
Mm. And in terms of corporate news, uh, Robert, do want to post this to you. Vietnamese EV maker VinFast saw shares skyrocketed. I believe the number back then was 109% to add 44 billion US dollars in market value. And that means that its paper value is now larger than GM, General Motors and Ford Motor combined. To what extent will this reshape the EV scene? Yeah, so indeed, I mean, I think what will also, I guess, add to investor confidence across the EV scene, especially in Vietnam, is more uh, supply chain investment. So I guess the other positive news uh, recently has been that South Korea's Star Group um, has said that uh, they're going to open a new factory in Vietnam that produces magnets uh, for EV. So I think from a bigger picture perspective, Vietnam does stand out across Asia as being a key investor towards uh, cleaner energy. And that is likely to remain a pull factor for investors seeking uh, ESG-related exposure. If we think about what Vietnam is spending now, it's around $5 billion per annum, which is around 1.5% of its GDP, which makes it one of the highest ratios across the region in terms of ESG-related investment. Mm. And finally, before we let you go, Robert, Meta has released an artificial intelligence model that is capable of translating and transcribing speech in dozens of languages. What do you think uh, about this? Is this the next driver of competition in the tech scene? Yeah, so we, we do believe that the key drivers of competition across the tech sector are likely to remain multi-factor, and I think that's what we're seeing so far. So that will encompass, I guess, features to enhance and generate multimedia content, um, as well as, I guess, creating different ways for providers to monetize their innovations going forward. So Fullerton has maintained a positive view on the tech sector for quite a while now, especially across the U.S., and gains are likely to be significant over the years ahead uh, with developments like metaverse and robotics and, of course, from AI. And I think the other key takeaway for investors is that there are likely to be positive spillovers uh, beyond just the tech sector into economy-wide productivity, e-commerce, and corporate profitability. So it's kind of a multi-sector story that could last for several years to come. So it's quite positive. Mm, All right, exciting indeed. Thanks a lot, Robert, for the insights. That was Robert Sinclair, Managing Director and Strategist at Fullerton Fund Management. Thank you very much for joining us on MoneyFM 89.3. Thank you. Before acting on the information on MoneyFM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. 